Upon my arrival here at Messiah Lutheran Church, I received words, kind words, words of welcome, cards of welcome, emails of welcome, calls of welcome, in-person welcome, and offerings of help. And so I want to thank all of you. I want to thank you sincerely for welcoming me to Springfield. And it is my prayer that we would have a great time together serving the Lord. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the absence of in-person gatherings, we are living into a new era. It is my prayer that you are adjusting to the change. Feel safe and well. Know that God is with us in spirit through the risen Christ who promised to be with us wherever and whenever we gather in his name. In remembrance of our baptism, we gather for worship this day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading comes from Acts, the second chapter. Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. You that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know. This man, handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in his power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Fellow Israelites, I may say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would put one of his descendants on the throne. Foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and that all of us are witnesses. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 16 Protect me, O God, for I take refuge in you. I have said to the Lord, You are my Lord, my good above all other. All my delight is in the godly that are in the land, upon those who are noble among the people. But those who run after other gods shall have their troubles multiplied. I will not pour out drink offerings to such gods, never take their names upon my lips. O Lord, you are my portion and my cup. 
It is you who uphold my lot. My boundaries enclose a pleasant land. Indeed, I have a rich inheritance. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel. My heart teaches me night after night. I have set the Lord always before me, because God is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. My heart, therefore, is glad, and my spirit rejoices. My body also shall rest in hope. For you will not abandon me to the grave, nor let your Holy One see the pit. You will show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy, and in your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The second reading comes from 1 Peter, the first chapter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold that, though perishable, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious faith, for you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called a twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house. And Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. 
But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. With the words of Jesus, we pray. Sanctify us in your truth, O Lord, for your word is truth. Amen. Where are you in this story? I am here. I'm in the house of the Lord, as you can see. That is where you can find me. Unfortunately, I am locked in. That means you are locked out. It is not my intention to lock myself in and keep you out, but that is life in an era of COVID-19. Easter Day began as a sad and depressing day for the 11. The disciples were locked in for fear that they too might be crucified like Jesus. Their level of trust was reduced to a very small circle of close friends who walked with Jesus. They saw how the world could be a scary and dangerous place. So in order to stay safe, they closed doors behind them. We identify with the disciples in a life-threatening situation. To protect ourselves from COVID-19, we close doors behind us. We close the doors to non-essential businesses, including the church. We lock ourselves in at home and when out practice social dis distancing. Mind you, we love our freedom and inalienable right. Look at what we have done to protect our freedom. We fought the civil war to usher in a new birth of freedom. We fought World War II for freedom of speech, freedom to worship, freedom from want, and freedom from fear. Yet, we are not feeling free. We are confronted by a fear, albeit a new kind of fear brought about by an invisible angel of death. COVID-19, upon entering the body, makes the individual gravely sick. It has taken the lives of many, many individuals and threatened more lives. <clears throat> we fought the Cold War to defend not just our freedom, but to free the world. Then there was Operation Iraqi Freedom and other overseas military campaigns to protect our freedom. Yet, we do not feel free. Freedom is represented by the stars and stripes. 
the Liberty Bell, the Liberty Statue, the Star-Spangled Banner, and the Bald Eagle. From these we draw strength in times of adversity and crisis. But are these the only symbols we rely on? I imagine that after the crucifixion, the disciples, including Thomas, who was practicing social dist distancing, turned to one symbol of freedom they knew they could rely on for strength. They prayed to God, asking for deliverance and longing for comfort and peace. But since Jesus was crucified, dead and buried, their deepest concern was where to find God in a crisis? Where to find God in a crisis? If we learn anything from the Easter story, it is that we must keep the door to our hearts open. We might close doors to protect ourselves from adversity, trials, and crises, but we should also be mindful that physical doors cannot keep God out. Closing doors is about self-preservation, and we see how that worked for the disciples. It took every ounce of joy out of their lives. They were still fearful. They lost their freedom and purpose to live. We all have our doubts in times of crisis. We doubt that help will come before it is too late. We fear the worst. We do not see the light at the end of the tunnel. So we despair. We withdraw from others as the disciples did. We have sleepless nights. We feel imprisoned. Our joy fades and morbid thoughts assail us. We become acutely aware of our mortality. That is when we need Christ the most. But if Christ if Jesus is dead to us, how can he save us? If he is still in a tomb, he cannot reach us. If Easter did not happen, the disciples would have died without hope of new life. And Messiah Lutheran Church would not exist. New life and hope are not self-derived. They are precious gifts from God who loves us deeply. Remember Jesus' words to Nicodemus, who had a difficult time understanding the new life he gives. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. 
Indeed, God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. So, doubt does not offend our Lord Jesus Christ. We might lock ourselves in, but He does not want us to close the door to our hearts to Him. Knowing that our hearts are open to God is enough for Christ to work with. So do not let COVID-19 take the joy out of your life. Instead, open your hearts and receive the precious gift, that peace of God which surpasses all understanding, for it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and set you free. Yes, set you free to live a God-empowering life. Amen.
Let us pray. Uplifted by the promised hope of healing and resurrection, we join the people of God in all times and places in praying for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Open the doors we close, O oh God, when we fear those who worship you in different ways. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open the paths we ignore, O oh God, when we prioritize financial gain and convenience over listening to the groaning of the earth. Inspire all to care for the world you have made so that living things might thrive. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open the rooms we lock, O oh God, to those who live without homeland or place of safety, the poor and defenseless, that they might offer refuge and peace to all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open the hearts we close, O God, to the cries of those in pain. We pray for those isolated physically or emotionally through incarceration, addiction, mental illness, COVID-19, chronic suffering, grief, and all in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open the ways of love, O God, in the pursuit of peace throughout the world. And bless the efforts of missionaries, healthcare professionals, especially in search of a cure for COVID-19, activists for women and children, and relief workers, especially those who find themselves in harm's way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Open the way to eternal life, O oh God, as we remember those who have died in faith. Free us from the fear of death, that we embrace the peace you have promised. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With bold confidence in your love, almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught his disciples to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May God, who brought forth Jesus from the dead, 
open our hearts to receive the risen Christ. Raise us to new life. Fill us with hope. Turn our mourning into dancing. And bless you now and evermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.